So as all our LOLs know, um, one of our sponsors has been Bud Light. Yeah. Specifically Bud Light Chelada. Yeah. Um, this has been one of our favorite drinks recently. You know, you already know. They came with a fresh new look for 2021. Oh yeah. They came with they came out ready Oof. this year. And it's the original chelada you know and love, right? But they updated it with a bold like design like you know modern packaging that's what it's all about right you gotta have the modern packaging um and you know but it's staying true to the chelada's refreshing taste the full flavor Mm. this is what chelada gives you that's right frank mother's day just passed i know you were did you did you give your mother a chelada but like chelada for mother's day jamie i thought you would never ask <laughs> i had a fabulous mother's day with our bud light chiladas my mother's old school she loves her little tomato in her drink and the bud light chilada was perfect for her jamie it was perfect it was a perfect mother's day and she loves her chilada well chalada yeah but like chalada is is a type of drink that is perfect for like a mother's day gathering right you know you just um you know or you know any family gathering a birthday cookouts this is what we've been saying is the the drink of the summer oh yeah Bella chalada right yeah um and i don't think we're hyping it up too much i think this is this is what people are going to be drinking this is what we're drinking and yes, my mother, I tried to give her the fuego. That was a little bit too strong <laughs> yeah, for her. Ooh, yeah. Ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Ain't gonna lie, but she was really into the mango. I don't that blame her. That's the, a good one. That's a good she one. loves the tropical twist of a mango. So yeah, um, so yeah look, everyone, um, get with it. The perfect blend of beer, clamato, spices, a hint of lime, mm. 4.2% alcohol. This oh, is the yeah. drink for you. That's right. Or else we, we wouldn't be talking about it on the show. So at all. Thank you, Bud Light Chalada. Um, and you know, like like Bud Light says, refresh the celebration. Yum yum. Scene, what got you girls going? What was it? Pretty amazing. I don't know. I was a virgin at the time, but like when I saw it in the movie, I was like, I, I want to do that. I want to <laughs> do that with the clay and the sex and everything that I'm seeing with some. When I was younger, I thought that was like chocolate. I was like, what are they? Why are they being so messy with the chocolate? Because I didn't know what clay, melted clay was. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yo, you just up the stakes right there. Now that I'm older, yes. And okay, Jamie, what about you? Yeah. I'm gonna go with Karate Kid. That really changed. Oh, because you know when I was younger, I was like, oh, you know, a, a skinny, scrawny kid can be a, a, you know, a can kick ass, right? You know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. I felt, and then I, I took a Taekwondo class, 
and I was all pumped. And then like three classes later, I dropped out because it was it was too violent for me. I couldn't handle getting hit. So oh, I, 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 I cried back to my mother and said, you know what? I'm not. I'm not the karate kid. Leave that to Ralph. I'll leave that to Ralph Macchio, all right? I'm just going to stay home and play video games. And your mom wasn't disappointed? Coño, but I sent you there to be the karate nene. And look at you. Look at you. Now you're the karate failure. Oh. Um, anyways, I don't want to think about it now. Frank, what about you? The Godfather, man. The Godfather is the best film of all time. I watched it with my dad like, when I was like, whatever, when I was like, seven, six years old. Best actors, Pacino, De Niro. Francis Ford Coppola, the, the cinematography was amazing. The storyline's amazing. It tells the, the 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 story of immigrants. I mean, what we live, you know. So, and it, it's about New York also. So, for me, it's the it, best it, film of all it's, time. I, as an adult, and I, now I'm a Godfather, like two, twice over. Right. Uh, I, it's not the same as the movie being a Godfather. <laughs> I feel like that Godfather was a lot more powerful than I am. I'm like the mo- I'm like I feel like a wimpy Godfather now. So you should change your voice. Can you do the Godfather voice real quick? Yeah, because um, uh, you know, if I do you a favor, you gotta you gotta do me a favor too. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. You know. That's how you should talk to your nephews and your godchildren. They'll respect you. Uh, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> I think they'll avoid me if I talk to them like that. So. The Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yo, hi. Little different kind of yo's, you know, a little staccato yo, staccato yo, or staccato I don't know. Those musicians out there filming. Hi. You've turned the dial to the right place, I think. And if you haven't, go ahead and turn the dial to someplace else if you want. But you're going to be missing out, okay, on the Webby Award-nominated podcast, Latinos Out Loud. That's right. who we are, okay? That's who we are. And hi, uh, I'm one of your hosts. My friend is, uh, my friend? No, my name. That is. My name is Rachel Aloca, and I'm your friend. And that's what I meant to say. Right. You guys know what I'm trying I'm to another say. host, uh, Jay Ferns. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Dimelo, dimelo, dimelo. I'm another host, Frank Spiracy, aka Frank Nibs. What's up from Washington Heights? What's popping, yo? Yo, son, you from Washington Heights? No you didn't way. know that? Yeah, man. Are you kidding all me? All the way, all the way in the top of Manhattan. Yep. Soon to be a major motion picture, yo. A major event, a major culture shift. You guys, are you ready? It's happening oh, in a few oh, weeks. Happening. People are gonna be dancing in the streets after that movie comes out. Yeah. Um, like they do in the movie. They pretty much dance in the streets. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to just bug out on the 190th Street subway station. I'm just going to do a full Kevin Bacon and Footloose, like straight up <laughs> dance sequence, you know? That's funny because I just bought a giant wrench to undo every fire hydrant in Washington Heights. I'm going to nah. open every single one <laughs> on the day that the film comes out. And I'm just going to go dance and frolic in the street wow. of every fire hydrant. Yo, yeah, Frank, what are you going to do? I'm going to have all the Piragua truck guys come out with the little carts. And uh, I'm going to have all the Mr. Softy trucks come out too. It's going to be the a Mr. Big Softy truck. Yeah. 
Well, because you know what? You can dance to that Mr. Softy beat. Like, put a little bit more. Maybe make it more of a little salsa or merengue type thing. And there could be a whole Mr. Softy dance, dance, you know, thing going on there. So um, that is such a bachata song in the making. <laughs> Any bachatero who's out there with the guitar. Yo, that's a good idea. That's a bachata song. <laughs> and then just like a, like just throw sprinkles onto yourself, like bugging out. You know? Ooh, the video. The rainbow dope. sprinkles. I come, you know, slow-mo all over you. Like they fall on you like rain. Yo. Like flash dance, like flash dance with the water, but with, with rainbow, with rainbow sprinkles. Sprinkles, wow. I see that. Well, this is this is very exciting. I can't wait for our guest. I mean, it's so interesting to talk about movies that is that have changed us. Like it's a movie, but it a movie could be life changing. It is. There there are several in my life. I mean, I just talked about one, but anyway. Yeah. How are you guys? It's so good to see you. It's so good to be talking to you. And by you, I mean the listeners too. Because we're, we're having a conversation here. It's, it's a dialogue, yep. isn't it? We're all chilling in like this fictitious living room somewhere in the Heights. Um, and you can talk to us. We won't respond like in real time. But we also have a number you can call. If you really have a question for us, call our hotline number. Do you uh, know the number? Um, 555. <laughs> no, it's not a <laughs> I love when this happens because I want to. It's I. You don't have to know, but it's just like a fun game, you know. But anyway, it's nine seven eight Latinos, Jamie. You hit the nail on the head. Nine seven eight Latinos. Call um, us. We'll have. We're, we're gonna have an episode where we just take all those calls and, and answer questions. So leave leave if you ha- if you've left a message and we haven't answered it yet, we will soon. We're, we're, we're compiling a bunch of them. We're going to have a little collection. And then we might have a fun little segment where we answer them all. So wow. um, call them. Call, and play them on air. Play right? them on air. Play the voicemail Ooh. on air. I'm looking forward have to fun that. With them. That's going to be fun. Frank, someone did leave their number for no. you. No. I'll forward it on. <laughs> yep. And it's funny because their number was like 978 Moon Woman. And I'm like, Moon? So someone, <laughs> someone celestial is waiting for you. Wow. Um, Operators are standing by. Operators are standing by. (laughs) Well, guys, I want to share something exciting that I got to do. There was so much that happened in the last couple of days, from birthdays to Mother's Days. But, um, well, there was only one Mother's Day. But uh, I got to speak at a Phi Theta Kappa Lambda Nu induction ceremony, which is a a prestigious educational society. And I was invited by the beautiful folks at Bronx Community College. And I got to speak on Friday via Zoom. And it was so fulfilling. It was my first time to have ever spoken at some sort of like um, commencement or induction ceremony um, around education. And I'm watching all these, you know, students with their sashes and they're so proud of themselves. And I I'm a product of CUNY too. So shout out to the CUNY City University of New York here. I'm a graduate of Brooklyn College. So I want to shout out how I got to do this wonderful thing is our number one fan, Carmelo Quinones, who always hits us up, asked if if I'd be able to do this. And I accepted. So just 
I, I was so honored. Um, I was very honored to accept. So shout out to Carmelo, who's one of our diehard fans well here at Latinos Out Loud. And look at what happens. We we connect with our listeners and out there. If you want to connect with us on some like you know let's build together type stuff, hit us up. For real, We're so accessible. Like he asks, I say yes, and it was popping. Um. And then that was a really nice prelude to Mother's Day, guys. How was your Mother's Day? Mother's Day and I hear zing. Um, well, usually like every Mother's Day, it it's it started with me buying my mother a gift and then um her um put her like um wondering if she should take it back to the store that I bought it. Oh, what what you got her? I got her shoes. And of course, she was like, I, I think they're loose. And then I'm like, but ma, I got your size, seven and a half. No, I know, seven and a half, but I don't know. I might need seven now. But no, <laughs> seven's going to be too small. So I don't even know. And I'm like, well, I, then that means I have to return the whole sneakers. I have to get you something completely different. I, You know what? No, leave it here, which means that she's going to keep it in the house and, and not use it. So I'm, I'm going to have to replace it somehow, sometime. But that's usually the case with my mother. It's usually like I get her something that doesn't fit. Or I get her something that she already had in the past or she thinks she had. Or I get her something that she doesn't know how to use. Um, or or finally, the number one thing, I get her something and she sees someone else got something that she wanted. And she, com- <laughs> and she compares the two. She's like, I, I love what I wish I would have had that right in front of you. Um, but I love my mother. Don't get me wrong. I love my mother. So I, I want to get it right one of these years. But this year I didn't get it right. It takes Keep it takes time. Jamie. It takes time. It takes time, man. It takes time. Uh, Frank, how was your Mother's Day? My Mother's Day was fantastic, Rachel. Thank you for asking. I did the round, visited the, you know, La Comadre. My mom is in DR. You know, the DR in DR they celebrated at the at the last week of the last Sunday. Over here we celebrated the second Sunday. So she gets it. She gets gifts two times over. Over here, we have to send her a gift. And then when it's over there, too, she's expecting her gift over there. So Ooh. very important to her. You know what I mean? She gets That's dressed nice. and she waits for the phone call and she does a quick time, you know, FaceTime. And uh, yeah, she's there with all the flowers behind her. Ay, mi hijo, ¿cómo están? Aquí recibito las flores. Lo quiero tanto. That's beautiful. Yeah, but you know how it is. We love our mom, Dukes, man. That's like That should become like a national holiday already. Like everything stopped. Mother's Day is becoming like... I mean, like all the restaurants are like, I mean, packed. Everything is packed. Traffic, traffic was the most ridiculous I've ever I'm, seen. I'm it telling in you, my life. Mother's Day should become a national holiday. It's becoming like it's becoming like the biggest holiday, like one of the biggest holidays. It's, isn't it a national? Yeah, holiday? isn't it? Is it not? Yeah, it should already. I mean, it's becoming like huge, like really, really big. It is. It's a holiday. It's like the I whole. I think it's pretty national. Everybody is, stops man. what they're doing for Mother's Day already. They do, man. Can't blame them, man. It's real. I I had a really wonderful Mother's Day, y'all. You know, most of it I was by myself, and it was wonderful. Um, no, I had my, you know the afternoon to myself, and then like the festivities got popping late afternoon in Brooklyn. You know how it goes down. But I will say, I woke up to roses and diamonds, right. and you can't get any better than that. Ooh, roses and diamonds. Roses and diamonds. I deserve it, Jamie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, don't question or diminish it. Well, as I don't know, I'll show you guys on Zoom. Ooh, I got this little, she's I don't know shining, son. That necklace is looking hot. 
Okay. And it says mom and it's got diamonds on the bottom and it's really beautiful. It's simple. It's nothing like extravagant. You know, when I say diamonds, let's just be real. They're they're little, you know, itsy bitsy witsy diamonds. They're not like huge rocks. My, I didn't know my, DJ DJ was like saving up for that. Wow. Well in his piggy bank. Know, it's very nice to be appreciated to be put on a pedestal. I mean, I cannot say that I have it bad here. I feel often I'm put on a pedestal here and it's very nice. And I put others on that same pedestal when they deserve to be there too. Uh, but most of the time I occupy it. Let's be real. You know. Um, <laughs> well, hey, but, your mother's birthday was also Phil on Mother's Day. Happy birthday, Doña, yeah. Do, Doña Telma, right? Yeah, we had a really good time. You know, my mother was a little PO'd because, like, the family didn't really show up for the Zoom. And I, <laughs> I set it up, okay? I set it up, and I sent the link, and then my brother was like, I can't get on the Zoom. It keeps telling me invalid ID. I got to go clean the pool. Happy Mother's Day, Ma. I love you. I'm like, you, okay. But so I don't know if she was, like, really pissed, but she was just like, okay, nobody on the Zoom. I think I think okay. we've reached full like like a lot of people are over Zoom. Yeah, I agree, man. So they're using the the now they have Zoom. How people used to you give excuses like about, about why they couldn't hang out back in the you know back in the day. <laughs> now people are giving Zoom excuses where it's like I can't yo I can't go to the Zoom. Uh, you know I got a thing that I you know that I gotta you know the toilet is clogged or some shit. You know what I mean. Oh. Yeah, that's real. Because I told them, I was like, how is it invalid? I'm on it and two other people are on it. So I don't know. <laughs> Type it in manually. Let's try that. And then he's like, yeah, it's still not working. I'm like, you are full of... Well, my camera, fun. my laptop camera's not working. I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah, my Wi-Fi all of a sudden is out. My mute. Yeah. I don't know. I'm unmuting, but you still can't hear me. Right. Your Wi-Fi's out? How come I hear Alexa in the background? <laughs> Wi-Fi for Alexa. You liar. Wait, did the kids make make like you like you know? I know kids usually make their own D DIY Mother's Day gifts. Oh, for sure. Yo, big shout out to all the teachers because let's take it back a step in the timeline. The arts and crafts stuff usually comes from school, which usually comes as per the directive of their teacher, which usually comes from a really beautiful place in his or her heart. And arts and crafts, when when the stuff comes home. I don't know if other parents will feel me on this, but it's a joy that it's like, you can't really explain. You, you're seeing your child work hard on a project that they think is the world right now. You know, they're so proud of it. It's an accomplishment. And then you're seeing their creativity flow and their thoughts manifest into arts and crafts. And I study that shit. When I look at Donovan's arts and crafts and I see the people standing in front of the houses, I'm like, hmm, are these stick figures smiling? Are they yelling? Are they throwing mud at each other and usually they're smiling so i to me that's an indicator of this is a happy child you know but the the mother's day stuff was beautiful uh benji made like a little you know the the typical the macaroni shell picture frame with the picture of mom i love that they still do that by the way that's like one project that will always last the test of time Uh right did you guys do it too in school with the macaroni of course yeah i think so i'm i'm pretty sure And then Donovan, this little five and a half year old, my God, I don't want to get all emotional on this like post Mother's Day podcast episode, but his words are getting so deep. 
that I'm like, is this really a five and a half year old that just said to me, mom, my intention was to make your mother's day really special. And so I helped daddy pick out that necklace. And I it, it wait, was he like, said that. That's wow. like, wow. Intention. That's a mad deep. I mean, did you? Did you, he said these words. Intention. I, I learned the word intention when I was like 16. I'm still not sure what it means. <laughs> <laughs> My intention, I, I, I mommy. It's beautiful. Uh, Mother's Day is wonderful. Shout out to all the hardworking moms. And and Father's Day is coming up. And that's going to be fun too. Really? 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 <laughs> really? All right. Really, right. huh? <laughs> really? You called me out. What gets more burned? Do we know Mother's Day or Father's Day? It's not even a comparison. Come on. It's like, not. It's not. Father's, Father's Day, Day, you get... You, Father's Day, maybe get like a, like a TV dinner, maybe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Father's get like... I hop, you know, you know a firm handshake. You know, Olive Garden, maybe. That's what- Yo, speaking of food, the last thing, I wanted to put a little pretty bow on this conversation. Uh, Mother's Day, I didn't even tell you. I came through... My mother was like, you're going to bring food? And I was like, yeah, I got dinner. I came through with the ultimate Jewish delicatessen food. My mother thought I was going to bring caridad, Dominican food. Uh, that's what mm, but I was like, no, we're going to flip the culture switch to my dad's background. And I hooked it up. The pastrami, the corned beef, the knish, the half sour pickle. The oh, Rachel, thank you so much. Salad. I love you. It was a nice, nice meal. So, yeah. That's dope. You guys. Speaking of meal, I'm ready for some bites. Whoa, some yeah. What? 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 I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. 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 Hey, Jamie. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Is that Jamie? Did you get a haircut? Yeah. Um, I did. I, mostly on my sides. Um, oh. Wow. No, actually, you know, on my top two, you know, um, I went to a new barber. Because uh, my other barbers are like MIA. I don't know where they went. Like, uh, I can't. So I had to get this new barber. And he was very, he was very cocky. He was very sure of himself. Oh. Because I was confidence. like, I was like, you know, giving him like, oh, you know, I, I kind of want to like this. If, and he's like, don't worry, okay? I, I've been doing this 22 years. You got an accent? <laughs> I've been doing this 22 years. I'm going to give you the best cut you've ever had. Like something, I, I'm paraphrasing, but basically that's what I felt like. He was very comfortable. So I was like, all right, do your thing, bro. And he, I, you know, he did my fade. Um, it looks good. Yeah, it looks um, good. It's bro. not gelled up. You're seeing it kind of. Yeah, you need your gel. But, um, no, you got the Gumby. I got the I like Gumby? It. You know, I got the <laughs> 90s are coming back, yo. The yo, night. The millennials are like the what? The who? The Gumby? Is that a candy? The Gumby. Uh, look up Gumby, y'all. That's Jamie's hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just not green. It's not green. But look, I didn't even know if, if, if you know, we were going to last the weekend. I don't know if you heard these this news. Well, I know actually Rachel did. We'll, we'll get to her text that she sent a couple days ago. But there was a Chinese rocket that was plummeting towards Earth. No, and this man. was not even like this should have been like the top s- s- news story in every program, right? But it kind of went under the radar. It was, it was, it, you know, it was. It's a ten story. It was a ten story, twenty three ton Chinese rocket, and it was a. It was plummeting to to Earth this past weekend, and nobody was sure exactly where it was going to land. Damn. So it was kind of like, okay, hopefully it doesn't land in somewhere with a lot of people, right? It was. 
But again, this was only like you had to search for this story. It wasn't everywhere. Um, and so anticlimactically, although I'm, we're glad, we're, you know, for the human race, we're glad that it was anticlimactic. But it ended up dropping into the like Indian Ocean somewhere. Ooh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and it, so nothing was destroyed. You know, if this was a except movie, except for except for an octopus that was just chilling, <laughs> <laughs> minding his own eight-legged business, <laughs> when a fucking meteor came and took him out. Yeah, just a bunch of tentacles, just like <laughs> like getting disintegrated. Uh, the octopus family is destroyed. <laughs> There's a lot of instalado <laughs> pulpo right there. Stuff. You ever had that good stuff right there? Oh, I love pulpo. I love pulpo. But I mean, I don't know. This is these are the type of things where like it takes you realize like you know the what's happening, the problems that are happening, you know, in inside Earth are right. one thing, but there's also problems that could that could actually uh, you know destroy the Earth. Wow! Like you know, we were mentioning like now there might be, you know UFOs are being seen now, and um, you know. Meteors. I mean, there's always the meteors are always out there, right? There's always a chance that a meteor could hit us. You know, anytime you ask a scientist, they're like, "Well, oh, well, the next main, the next meteor that get that'll come close to the Earth will be maybe in a couple of years." And you're like, "Wait, what? I didn't even know this. Why is this not a bigger thing?" But this was a rocket. Wow, it didn't hit us, so we're still alive. Thank that's, you. That's dangerous. Yo, man. Uh, to Haley's comet, like the excitement around stuff like she's gonna that. come Remember? back. She's gonna come back around in a few years. She'll be back, right? Like those were the fun times when space exploration didn't, you know, like aim to fuck us up. Right. But now it's like, hey, everybody, put your hard hats on and duck, Rachel, Saturday or like night. the Milky Way, right? It was yeah. like that was like, oh, this sounds, you know, that sounds fun. fun. Doesn't sound dangerous. Yeah. It sounds like a chocolate bar, right? The Milky Way it makes you. It sounds delicious, actually. <laughs> And then you know, look, we're, we're our sponsors now. McDonald's, they had Mac tonight in the eighties, in the nineties. It was a big moon with sunglasses. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was the that was our biggest space problems. It was a Mac tonight. He had the he had the sunglasses, a moon, and he also had a piano. I think, and he used to like play like bluesy rock. You know, it was it was cool. Cool, cool, cool. I think he wore a tuxedo, like a moon tuxedo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, some sort of- um, E.T. E.T. was like a, a you know he was a, a nice alien right he didn't we were trying to fuck him up and he was just trying to get home and be like yo I just I, you know I, this was just a small this is a quick visit I just was like you know I just wanted to see the Grand Canyon or some shit and then I was gonna be out <laughs> um now space is scary Jamie Frank now what were you gonna say so scary after uh, Rachel put that text out about that so, uh, rocket coming down, I was cleaning up. I was cleaning the roof this weekend, and I didn't stop looking up, Rachel. I was well, Rachel, up. can we can we actually the fr- the the text that Rachel sent was are there are there Chinese rocket fragments headed to my backyard tonight? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was I was petrol all weekend, man. I was looking up the whole week, and she was I, the reason that I remembered it. I was like, I didn't even. I was like, wait, what? Oh shit, yeah, that was supposed to happen. Like some crazy rocket that might hit the earth. So look, I'm getting I'm getting important news like that from a Rachel text. Yo, I got it from my mom because the Dominicans were going crazy. <laughs> the Dominicans on Facebook, on the wire, they were sending each other messages. They were going nuts. They were preparing for the worst. And so my mom sent me the Dominican news. And you know, they really 
They go like very, they don't care. There's no censorship. They'll show like somebody's jugular leaking blood in in a news story. Like, and the woman will be reporting right in front of the jugular with like blood getting splashed on her microphone. I don't know why Dominican news is like that, but right, Frank, isn't it? Yeah, man, they sensationalize everything, man. We overdo it. disgusting. So yeah, they were like going crazy in the streets trying to protect themselves from the meteor. And that's how, and that's why I put the the red flag up, and I was like, I need to go to my go to my source, Frank. Thank you, thank you, Rachel. That was that was good. I was looking Frank. up all week. Luckily, nothing came down. Yeah, Frank was doing his research. Yeah, he would have heard about something. He would he would have sent us directions, secret directions to like a underground bunker or some <laughs> shit. He'd be like, Yo, guys, mm-hmm. go all right, yo, go up. It's Riverdale, someplace in Riverdale. There's a bunker that you could go to just in case this shit hits. Uh, you guys, yeah. you guys know me, man. Um, I'm always looking out for you guys. <laughs> We're gonna follow you, and if that emergency broadcasting system sends some kind of alert, I'm going to wherever you are, Frank. <laughs> okay, just know that with the kids, with everybody, guys, the dogs. Guys, I have a, I have a labyrinth of of subway tunnels and basements that I could always, like, you know, lock you guys out from any harm's way, guys. Anybody. Perfect. Perfect. I feel better. I feel better knowing that I have a spot, a spot in one of those spots. Um, Okay, so we um, we go from the world almost ending to um, (laughs) (laughs) to um, one of the richest men in the world uh, divorcing. Oh man, which one? Bill Gates. Oh, you heard about this? Bill Gates. There, he, him, and his wife are about to split a hundred and thirty billion dollars. That's that's something that Doctor Evil like would would, <laughs> would threaten the world by like I want one hundred and thirty billion dollars. Oh, what? Um, they got they're gonna split that. They're gonna split that, and um, this is big. I mean, and the news says that um, Mrs. Gates was looking into divorce lawyers two years before they actually announced it, so Ooh. she wasn't happy for a while. Like she was already like. Look, I, I got, let me inquire about this shit because right now he ain't coming home at night and I don't know Damn. what he's doing. He keeps saying that, you know, he trying to like, you know, he's he's hard at work trying to build another, the second, you know, internet or some shit. But I know he cheating on me. Um, Maybe she didn't want to take the vaccine or something and, you know, that's what broke them up, man, you know? Well, no, there's a rumor, look, that he had a deal with his ex-wife that he would marry her. Oh, so before they even got married, right? That he would marry her if he was allowed to take one beach vacation a year with his ex-girlfriend. Oh, this wow. <laughs> That's like a weird, that's a weird kind of- No, uh, Jamie, Jamie, I heard that the wife found out that he was hanging out with Epstein. That's what I heard. That's what Right, that's another thing too. Um, she didn't like his, maybe that's why it was two years ago she was already looking to the voice lawyers because- you know, but billionaires are gonna have shady friends. I mean, if you're a billionaire, you, you all, most of your friends are gonna be, you know, like questionable, because they're probably super rich too. And it's like, how did they get rich? You know, they probably did some fucked up shit. That's true. Mm, Jamie, was, good stuff. Epstein was a billionaire that you couldn't trust that dude from even before you knew what, before you knew he had an island of 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 women, you know, underage women. Like you probably that would have been your like your first guess just looking at him. You'd be like, I bet you this guy got a secret island and shit. Yeah, well, I got to do a fake news on Epstein Island, man. A lot of uh, powerful people were on that island, I heard. 
So it's going to be a nasty divorce. Is that what you're saying? That the National Enquirer is just going to be, is this going to be the cover story that I'm going to be reading while waiting online in the supermarket for the next year? I mean, it's. I would think it would take a while to, to split up all those assets. You know what I mean? Um, I think the most interesting thing is like, okay, uh, you know, single billionaire, right? Because she's going to be, she's going to be super rich now too. Like what kind of man can, you know, uh, you're going to feel inferior not to like, Bill Gates, not why his looks, obviously. I mean, I see hood girls saying he's cute. I'm like, yo, this girl's well, a yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? what? Yo, he's a, he's not bad. He's cute, I don't know. Yo. He kind of look like a cute, like you know, like a professor and shit. You know, like who said that? The choppies, of course. They look like my, that. Yeah, that, that looks cute. like my teacher. <laughs> my teacher. He looked like the guy who like owns the pharmacy, like down the block. Oh, he got a lot of money. Yes, he looked really good. You don't see him? Of course he looked but good. He, He's fly. You know he can afford to get those fake abs. He just do that surgery and all of a sudden he got a six pack. Yeah. Um, well, no. The, uh, yeah. This divorce, it sounds like it's going to get spicy. Oof. Sounds like he's about to walk through the Bill Gates of hell. Have a good ride, mm. Billiam. <laughs> this is why he's going to have to pay a lot of bills. Um, you know, um, but I mean, how are they splitting that up? You get like, you get the mansion in 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 Malibu, and I'll get I'll keep the mansion in Europe, and you know you'll keep the the space station in in I don't know whatever that I don't know what these people own the rocket ship. Oh man! And and what about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation? Who gets that? Whoa, it has real? both of their names. I think on for it. the good of the for the good of the world, you got to keep that together. I think that's one thing they could agree on. You know, you can't get selfish yeah. with that. You can't be like, "Yo, it's either you or me on that in this foundation." <laughs> hey, when it gets to that point, Jamie, when it gets to 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 the edge right there, it gets really messy. You'd be you'd be shocked what your what your ex will want to take from you. <laughs> Yikes! Even your game system, like. <laughs> Even your toothbrush. I mean, look. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if she's gonna go with Trollman, Glazer, and Lichtman. Buenos abogados y buenos amigos. Ooh. Who's the lawyer that she's that she selected? That's a reality show in and of itself. Oh yeah. And so is this this single billionaire. You're onto something, Jamie. Well, yeah. It's like first of all, you know. It's a lot of pressure on the first date if you're a billionaire, right? Because it's like you know you can't just go to a dinner and a movie, right? You gotta like. You got to take her to like a movie set. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you got to like, you can't just have dinner. You got to go to like Paris, you know, and, and if she, you know, you can't just, yeah. You know, you don't want Italian food? No, you got to take her to Italy. Like you got to take, you got to go that extra because if right. billionaire just can't do it. So, you know, again, it's fun to be a billionaire, but it's also a lot of pressure. You have to, you have to think in billionaire terms. Wow. Yeah, like we're going to Italy and you know who's going to make you pasta? Mr. Francesco Rinaldi. Yeah, the <laughs> tomato sauce. Mr. Francesco Rinaldi is cooking us dinner tonight. That's that's billionaire type. You want to meet the actual chef boy RD? I know him. <laughs> I'm friends with him. Yes, um, that's how it's going down on a date. With Bill Gates. Um, before I'm going to wrap this up, but speaking of relationships, if just a quick J Lo update and, and just and, one, you should. Yes. All right, yeah. Her and Ben Affleck are hanging out in Montana right now together oh. in a ski resort. So it went from like him visiting her. You know, we updated you last week. He was visiting her mansion in California. 
Um, it still could have been like, you know, they're still friends. You know, maybe they're just doing quick little quickies for old time's sake. But now they're going to Montana, taking trips to Montana together. This might, they might be going for the sequel right now. I like that. She wow. gets, I love Jason. Benefit 2. Benefit 2, Electric Boogaloo. Woo! I love that they're in the mountains together on the slope. Ski, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> ski, ski, ski. I like this. You already snow. <laughs> yeah. You already yeah. snow? Oh, my I God. I like it. I like it, Frank. I like oh, it. Man. Oh, man. LOL certified right here. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. I think it'd be a nice story. But I also think that maybe this is just like them saying, um, you know, we, we've both uh, divorced in the last few years. Let's just kind of, let's uh, recharge together. Ooh. And then, and then, you know, but at the end, you know, we're not, you know, they probably know they're not meant to stay together, right? So you don't think I, they're going to, Jamie, you don't think they're going to get back together? I know. I think this is just them kind of, like I said, recharging. Um, like old some, friends some, getting together. Some familiarity, you know, okay. friends with benefits. But um, I think it's not going to end bad. I think it's just going to be like, look, this was good for us. Right. This was a good I, two months. And now we got to really go back into the world of relationships and find somebody new. Mm. Because I don't think... I, yeah. I think it's going to end really wonderful. And I hope that we see Geely 2 come out of it. So <laughs> <that's-> <laughs> oh, my God. That's what we need. I would like to see a reality <laughs> show come out of it. Ooh. Mm. You know, give us a whole season of J-Lo and Ben and Ben. You know, maybe we just follow them around and shit, you know? So, um, I don't know. But oh. something's a brewing. Something's a brewing. Uh, you know, stuff is happening right now in Montana. So, um, so yeah. I mean, you know, Bill Gates, he he he, he, he can learn from J-Lo how to, how to recover from a divorce. Can you can uh, you imagine those two together? Well, J-Lo says her, loves don't, her love don't cost a thing. So, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Bill Gates has a lot to spend, but if, <laughs> hey, if her love don't cost a thing, he's he's, you know, he's not gonna lose as much with her than with, with uh, Melinda. Anyway, those are the bites for this week. All right, so that was the bites. So it's time for our favorite Frank Spiracy news. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy news with Frank Nibs. Oh, folks. Yo, he got the fist up in the air. You know. He's got animo. He must have some good Frank Seriously news up his sleeve today. Guys, listen. I, I, I mean, there's so much going around in this world right now that I don't know where to get my news from. Like, uh-uh. all my friends and my family, we all argue. Like, we all getting, like, misinformation from, like, all over the place. Like, I don't know if you have the same problem. Like when Trump was around, we had the same problem. Nobody knew what the like fact checkers and la 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 and this, that, and the third. So I just want to start off the fake news with asking both of you, where do you get your news sources from? Rachel. Oh, well, for me, that's easy. You. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Jamie? Um, Twitter. Twitter. Okay. I great. go on Twitter and I but I follow certain like, you know, news sites. Not just I'm not just getting the news from like you know, a random dude like, yo, I think something's going on outside, you know, but um, I try to follow <laughs> reput- reputable news spots on Twitter, but it's just so easy 
than just watching the news on TV. Like I could just get the the tweet and I know what's going on. Right. But guys, the question is nowadays, what's reputable and what's not? Like we're all having this issue. Like everyone's having the issue of, you know, what is reputable and who's saying the truth when it comes to news. Like the whole world. And it's becoming an issue, right? The technology is growing, but we don't know where to really find the real news. Well, guys, today I'm going to tell you about something that happened in the 70s that's going to go in, okay, into the CIA actually controlling the media. And it's called Operation Mockingbird, guys. Okay? I was shocked. This is everywhere. You can, I mean, you guys could go, like, to Google and find this out. Guys, in the early 1900s, Rockefeller bought every newspaper and every news editor all around the world. If you ever see Associated Press on anything, he owns it, guys. And he realized what was going to be the most expensive thing in the world besides oil. And you know what that was, guys? He found out it was going to be the narrative of the world. And he knew that news would be that. And in finding that, he took over every news uh, uh, paper and editor all around the world, guys. And in doing so, he controls everything. And this Operation Mockingbird was an investigation that started with Nixon in the early 70s with the Watergate scandal. And they started finding out that the CIA had actual journalists and press and a lot of people in different positions throughout different media platforms. So my question to you guys is, is the CIA running the media, guys? Could it be? Absolutely. Thank you. Is it? I don't know. It, but if they're if they're in control, like, who's in control? The CIA. Like, guys. is it one dude? I No, I know, but is it, like, one CIA dude that's like, all right, this is what we're going to tell people how the news... How it's going down. Like, how, what's the inner structure here, Frank? Put us on. Okay. What's happening? Someone from the CIA, when they actually asked them something, they asked them what their goal was. And they said they want to they want to control every individual to a point where that individual is bidding against his own will. So they want to control you guys into the point that you go against yourself. Okay? And in this Operation Mockingbirds, you guys got to look into it. This They admitted to this. They had journalists, and I'm talking about, like, named journalists. They didn't name names, but the top journalists, guys, these guys are working for them. Like, guys, like, is this really maybe going on to this day? And they admitted to this, like, way, way, way back when, guys? Are we still having this issue and we don't even know it? Guys, this is real. Like, look, I'm going to tell you all the big-time companies, Disney, Comcast, Time Warner, Viacom, CBS, Warner Brothers, Paramount, 20th Century Fox, Universal Pictures, Pixar, Sony Pictures, MGM, CNN, Vice, HBO, MSNBC, The Atlantic. They're all under one umbrella, guys. Are we getting the same news from the same people? Well, what about like, you know, there's liberal news and conservative news, right? And now those are, it's the, now it's even more separated where you know, like, I'm not looking at Fox News to get my liberal kind of, uh, you know, portion of, of, of the side of the story, right? You're going to get a straight conservative, pro-Trump, answer, you know what I mean? So um, so what do you, who's controlling those narratives, right? Is it like one person controlling, you know, liberal media and another person control, controlling conservative media? Well, if you have so many people involved that you're paying off journalists and you're paying off press people, 
and you're paying off like a lot of people. Can you change a narrative? Can you cancel culture or certain person uh, as they're doing now or create any narrative that you really want to create and have the know-how to create those and turn those knobs all over the world? And just by this Operation Mockingbird in the 70s, that lets us know, guys, that this may be going on to this day today. Frank Spiracy is telling you that right now, guys. But here's and so let's go back to Twitter, because Twitter, you know, news can kind of escalate through there. Right, because once, like you said, cancel culture. Once somebody gets canceled, if if Twitter gets a hold of it, there that store that person is gonna get even more. The word is gonna be more out about you know people will um, you know people will have uh, personal stories about that person. They'll be like, yeah, I I met this person once, and he or she had did this or this to me. You know what I mean? So it becomes a domino effect where now the media become the people become their own media right right which i think is a great thing social media has been has caught up in a way and caught up to the to the big fish so to speak and kind of evened out the playing field but what you're having now jamie is people being thrown off of twitter facebook or even right. ig when they yeah. actually say yeah. what they actually feel and we're having that issue right now um how is that going to be resolved going forward because the big fish are going to have more and more power how are the little guys going to be able to say what they really want to say you know what i mean so we're heading down that road but it just lets us all think like who is really in control of the news guys yeah and 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 Mm. the people silencing the the news right exactly that, that probably should be out there right and people want to silence right um and look you know I don't agree with a lot of the conservative, like, you know, point of views, you know, but like throwing, you know, not letting conservatives have their say, right, um, is a form of kind of like, uh, you know, is, is, is a form. It's a form of censorship. It's a form of censorship. I, I and I don't the, agree with the censorship part, but the conservatives lately, it's just sometimes it's just like you, you're, I feel like torn, right? It's like I don't I'm not a censorship person, but I'm also like do we want to hear some of the the you know, quote, you know, for lack of a better word, garbage that spews out of some of their mouths? Right. Cuz some of it is just like it's hate speech, it's, you know, riling up a certain right. group of people to start some shit. Right. Um where does you draw a line? Where do you say like you can't say that shit here, but where does that Line, you know, where does that become like, yo, now that you're censoring people, it's freedom right. of speech. You know, I'm, right, t- I'm right, torn. Right. I'm torn. Right, right, right. That's a good point, Jamie. Um, I don't know. I don't know where that line is. I think we're there right now, like as a society. We're deciding kind of where that line is being drawn. And I always say if it doesn't bother anybody, anybody should be able to claim anything or say whatever they want. If it's not bothering anyone, why is it being censored? That's just Frank, you experience that. You experience it on Facebook. You experience Facebook censorship. Sometimes you say some controversial things, right, right on Facebook. Right. Um, Who? Frank? No. I mean, you, listen. You might I'm put just... up a controversial post and you get a lot of pushback from people. Um, but you, if you see your comments, you're like, look, we could have a we could have an intelligent discussion about this, right. or we could we could throw name we could do name calling after each other. It, and usually the people want to start shit with you, and you like then you just go at them. But right. at first you seem like you do you you would be interested in a healthy dialogue about some of these. Right, things. and I think that's that, that's the most American thing that we do. We have to have healthy dialogues when it comes to any subject. We cannot cancel culture, whatever anything that anyone has to bring to the table. We have to take on any issue and 
any any type of news, we just can't just cancel culture. We have to speak about it. This is my opinion. So in this Operation Mockingbird, we really have to start thinking who are running things behind the scene, guys. And guys, thank you so much. That's going to be my fake news for this week. Thank you. Wow, Frank. Thank you, Frank. Okay, well, that's Frank's Spiracy News, and it's time for Que Lo Que! Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que, 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 que lo que. For que lo que, and we here at LOL want to start the segment with some special messaging that we have. A year ago, a few days ago, we lost our dear Tibby, and we know he's watching and listening to our podcast from heaven. And I just want to take a few minutes and, and shout out to Frank, who you know always keeps us reminded of what you know we should be honoring and who we should be honoring um frank you're like a really good deal there's like don't forget to call your mother on her birthday like you're just really good like that but you know um the last year if i just could call out the growth that we've experienced here as a podcast we've you know moved on to another network we're webby award nominated i say it over and over again because i'm just so darn proud of us And a part of the fuel, at least in my heart and my brain, a part of what fuels me is Tibby. Mm. Because Tibby loved this podcast so much and did so much for this show and, and, and brought us exponential growth with everything that he did for us. I just feel in my heart that he's also proud, yeah. you know, of everything that we've done in the last year. And most of it is is you know a result of the the fruits of our labor but it's also being done in his honor and um i don't know if you guys want to share any words but uh, i certainly miss tibby i think about him a lot and i hope i hope that we're making him as proud as i think we are um yeah look i mean tibby was a part of the lol family he was a part of some of our best years our most fun times mm. um and so a lot of the memories that i have of the show like um he's a part of them right he's 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 in the he was in the studio with us during a lot of these like funny our our funniest episodes and then even outside just outside the podcast just some of the um some of the car the uber rides back up uptown oh, that we used man. to have and we used to have these like sometimes like deep conversations right and and those are the things that um you also take with you with him you know it's like he's uh you know he was just easy to talk to um and also just us him inviting inviting us over to his apartment and he, he, was, yo, he cooked for we us the, we did the last christmas party at his crib yo um and so look i mean we have all these great memories of, of him he was a one-of-a-kind guy and you know and and symbolic of how crappy 2020 was i mean When he passed away, it was kind of like the, it was really in the thick of all this, you know, yeah. pandemic, you know, uh, just craziness. And it was like the first, yeah. it was the first kind of, um, exa you know, um, example of like, wow, this shit is real. 
and we could lose people that we care about that you know um mm. friends family so um it, you know it was look it, we're never we don't want to remember kind of uh the him passing we want to remember the good times with uh, that we had with him so uh, god bless tibby um you know rest in power and um we love you you're 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 a part of the fabric of the show you know yeah wow and are you guys don't you see the 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 similarity the webby tibby <laughs> Don't you think that's Tibby's work right there? Big Tibby energy. We got that <laughs> that big t- Tibby energy right now. So. Oh man. Um, yeah. What about you, Frank? Oh man, I don't know, man. I had uh, this whole week. I've been thinking about him. You know, every time I take a walk, I pass by where he actually lived. Um, I don't. I, I honestly, this whole week, I've been. I don't even know what to say, man. Is you know, it was a big loss for us. Um, like Jamie said, I was at the thick of, uh, of the whole pandemic, so it really took us aback, and, and I think it affected all of us. And you know, um, you know, what makes me think about Tibby is he has so many dreams and he has so many things he wanted to accomplish um, in his life, and you know, I question why he was taken from us, and it makes me think why I'm here, why you're still here with Rachel and Jamie and everybody else, and wow, right? And uh, just I. I don't know. I just uh, I don't know. I don't have I don't have any I don't have any words. I'm, um, I think to this day I'm still hurt. Um, I don't know. I think sometimes you know through the show we uh, I carry his legacy. You know um, that's the only way I can see it. But in saying that, um, Tibby man, he was he had a lot of dreams. Man, he wanted to be a wrestler. Uh, like Jamie said, we would have talks on, in the in the cab coming back home and he had a lot of dreams, man. And I sometimes feel like, wow, he didn't get to live a lot of his dreams, but I know he's happy that I know for sure, because, you know, he's with his mom, he's with his sister now and he's, he's, he's sleeping beautifully, man. And, um, going forward in the show, I'm never going to forget him. Mm. Thank you. Well, uh, it's, it's so beautiful to keep, someone's spirit and memory alive, especially someone as beautiful of a person as Tibby. So all you Eloeleros, you guys got to know him too, you know? So we hope that you'll help us keep that torch burning and keep the flame of his spirit alive. And let's keep on talking about those Tibby memories because there's so many that we haven't even well, we have an, covered we have a, on this show. We have show. an episode with him, right? I, I mean, I don't know the number of it, but we did a special... Um, honoring him last year after he passed. Right, so, no, I mean, that was raw because that was so soon after. Right, um, so uh, if the Eloetos go back, they'll see and then uh, they can hear that that uh, that special we did for him. So we love you, Tibby. Yeah. Um, I just you. need, just, uh, you know, kind of what we do every week. Let me just shout out Yero.com. It's the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. This week, they take a deep dive into what the Canelo win over Saunders means for him Ooh. and other boxers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check that out on Yero.com, J Ferns Instagram, J underscore Ferns Twitter. All right. Frank, you want to drop the social? I just want to give a shout out to uh, to a listener that's always there, always hits me up. I mean, I don't say up, but you know, once in a blue. She's a huge listener of ours. Her name is Desiree Parrick Garcia. She's out in Phoenix, Arizona. Hi. One love to her. She always gives me a shout out. She always says what's up with Jamie. She always says what's up with Rachel and the kids. And I got to give her a big shout Aye. out. One love to her always. All right. 
We love the Eloeros, nice. the loyal oh, Eloeros. No doubt. We do love you guys. You can follow me at Rachel La Loca, R-A-C-H-E-L, La Loca. Follow the show, yo, at We Are Latinos Out Loud across the socials. Latinos Out Loud with the J Ferns underscore after <laughs> And please hit us up. Who do you want us to interview? What do you want us to talk about? Is there something on your mind? Are you single and looking for love? Frank is here. Call us, 978-LATINOS, or slide in our DMs at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Thank y'all so much for listening. Big shout out to Sonoro. And that means we out!